What's up, besties? Welcome back to Net Worth and Chill with me, your host, Vivian Tu. And this is the very last episode of 2023. And I am so grateful that you've stuck by me and this podcast over the past year. And if you follow me on social media or anywhere else, it's abundantly clear I can't stop talking about one thing. And that is the launch of my book. It came out yesterday. It's called Rich AF, The Winning Money Mindset That Will Change Your Life. And honestly, this has been the craziest, biggest labor of love I've ever put myself into. And I am so, so excited for everyone out there to read it, to listen to it, just to get their hands on it and to really start learning more about their financial journey. The ultimate goal of the book is that you'd be able to pick it up and read it from page one to 300 and something and feel more confident, more capable, and just more ready to take on your own financial journey. So I thought, what better way to kick off the very last episode and wrap up the year than to actually read to you a couple pages from the very first chapter just to give you a little taste. Yes, this is similar to what the audiobook would sound like in case you haven't ordered a copy of the book yet. You can go to richaf.me. Yes, the URL is a manifestation and get a copy of the hardcover book. You can get an ebook. You can get a signed copy. You can get the audiobook. You can get the international version. You can get literally any sort of copy of this book that you want. I would greatly appreciate your support and you can also review it anywhere and give your honest opinion about what you think. That'd be so, so helpful for me, but let me get into it. I'm just gonna read the first 10 pages and hopefully you enjoy it. Okay, here we go. Chapter one, education for this era, why this book is for you. A while back, I was spending a long weekend in the Hamptons with some friends. A cute little couple's getaway. One of those day drinking, sunbathing, very chill kind of mini vacations. One afternoon, before heading to the beach, we swung by the local CVS to pick up some snacks, and on the way out, my girlfriend stopped dead in her tracks. Oh my god, she said. I have to have that. It was a Monopoly game. Not just any Monopoly game, but a Hamptons-themed Monopoly game. I'm not gonna lie. I definitely rolled my eyes as I took our M&Ms and gummy bears to the self-checkout. But Lauren was so excited, and inevitably, her enthusiasm rubbed off on me. If my bestie was so excited about this novelty tourist trap of a board game, then who was I to rain on her parade? By the time we got back to the car, Lauren had sold me on game night and we were fully stoked. We were ready to play this game. We slid back into our seats, handing out the goods, and when Adam, Lauren's boyfriend, asked what we were so amped about, I told him, Oh, Lauren just bought this cheesy Hamptons Monopoly game for us to play tonight. No response. It was like the summer air had gone chilly all of a sudden. And then, from the front seat, Adam turned around, not smiling, super intense. And he said, You guys do not want to play Monopoly with me. Naturally, we were like, uh, why not? Another pause. Because, he said, there's a secret. Most people have never actually read the full instruction brochure for Monopoly, but I have. And when I play the way I know how to play, there's no way I lose. So what's the big secret? I asked but he just shook his head. Wouldn't tell us. Lauren and I brushed off the conversation and headed out to the beach. Before we get into the next segment, I want to take a quick second to ask you a question. Have you ever been on the hunt for a new doctor and you ask literally everyone you know for their recommendation? You know, a doctor who actually gets you, listens to you, makes you feel super comfortable. And after weeks of searching, you finally find the one. They're perfect, they're close by, they've got availability. So you call their office, they make an appointment for you, perfect, 
But then the receptionist tells you that your perfect doctor doesn't take your insurance. Yeah, I've been there. But you can wipe your tears because you can head over to ZocDoc to find and book the doctor who's right for you and takes your insurance, who actually have amazing reviews, many with appointments available within 24 hours. ZocDoc is a free app where you can find amazing doctors and book appointments online. We're talking about booking appointments with thousands of top-rated patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, are located near you, and treat almost any condition you're searching for. No, seriously. I actually personally use ZocDoc, and that's how I found my dentist, my physician, my OBGYN, my dermatologist. The list goes on. I actually use ZocDoc all the time. I love using this platform and you should try it out too. Go to ZocDoc.com slash RichBFF and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash RichBFF. ZocDoc.com slash RichBFF. Later that night, we broke out Hampton's Monopoly. It was corny with little lighthouses and windmills all over, but the wine was flowing and we were fully invested. After we each picked our little pieces and divvied up our fake money, we rolled the dice. Adam proceeded to dominate. Personally, I think I'm okay at Monopoly, like above average to actually decent, but I never stood a chance. This was a bloodbath. Tensions ran really high, really fast. Voices were raised, words were exchanged, arguments broke out over the exorbitant rent for a hotel on Shelter Island, the Hamptons version of the boardwalk. Now, if you've ever played Monopoly with a competitive friend group, none of this comes as a surprise. It is probably the quickest and most devastating way to push friendships, and any relationship really, to the brink. But this particular session was different, and not just because we were playing Hampton's Monopoly instead of the regular version. It was because of Adam's secret strategy. The secret was basically a weird loophole in the rules that allows you to use money you don't have to buy property. It turns out that if you do read the rule book the whole way through and understand how the lending system works, the rules actually allow you to get leverage with the Monopoly bank. Pretty much the same way you get rich in real life, to be honest. Which makes piling up those pink and orange bills go so much faster. Lauren and I did not know that, of course. We'd laughed about this big secret earlier, but now that we'd been absolutely beaten down, we were mad about it. That's not fair, we said. You didn't tell us we could do that. Adam shrugged. You guys had the same rulebook as I did. You just chose not to read it. Aside from guilt over almost starting World War III on our fun little couples trip, pour one out for our other friends who were innocent bystanders in this mess over tiny fake money, what I take away from this story is that the way Adam was able to win, and the rest of us didn't, is basically the same way our financial system works in real life. And before we dive into our last segment of the show, I have to take a quick poop break. Yep, you heard me right, poop break. If you're a longtime listener, you might know I've been drinking AG1 for the past year, and when I started drinking AG1 daily, I could tell that my gut health was so much better. That's because AG1 is a foundational nutrition supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, and immune support. Since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your baseline health. 
I recommend AG1 to all my family and friends because it's formulated based on the latest science and maintains high quality standards. Not to mention, because it does help with my digestion, it really helps to decrease my bloating. Not only do I look better, but I also just feel better inside. AG1 is the supplement I trust to provide the support my body needs daily, and that's why they've been a partner for so long. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3, K2, and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase, go to drinkag1.com slash richbff. That's drinkag1.com slash richbff. Check it out. Hear that? That's the sound of my fresh new manicure. And no, I didn't spend 90 minutes at the salon, nor did I spend $90 on these fresh fingies. I always feel 10 times better with a fresh manicure, but I hate the amount of time and money I was spending on them, so I switched to Olive and June. The Olive and June Manny system has everything you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. You can customize it with your choice of six polishes, and this polish doesn't chip and lasts seven days or more, and it breaks down to just about $2 a manicure. Not to mention, they also have an award-winning cuticle serum and an acetone-free polish remover pot. It's so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June, and honestly, their system makes it so easy to do them yourself. Normally, I'm someone who gets polish all over my skin and it looks a disaster, but this system makes it so easy to do, and it's so affordable. Even better, my friends gave me a ton of compliments about my fresh-looking nails, and because I told them I was using Olive and June, they all got on the Olive and June train as well. Visit oliveandjune.com slash networth for 20% off your first Manny system. That's O-L-I-V-E-A-N-D-J-U-N-E dot com slash N-E-T-W-O-R-T-H for 20% off your first Manny system. In theory, we all have access to the same information about money. We all have some version of the rule book. Everyone has a smartphone or a laptop or a library. This isn't Downton Abbey times anymore when nothing was publicly accessible and only people rich enough to afford daily telegram delivery knew what was up. You can pull up any number of books, articles, websites, wikis, whatever, right at your fingertips, all for the low, low cost of zero dollars, and learn everything there is to know about getting rich for real. In theory, anyway. Because no one really does that, right? No one reads the rule book all the way through. Not when playing Monopoly and not when managing our actual, authentic, cold, hard US dollars. I'm willing to bet you probably learned to play Monopoly the same way I learned to play Monopoly. You sat down for your first game with someone else who had already played and they talked you through it. It's quicker, it's less boring than squinting at all that tiny type, and it just gets you in the game faster and makes it more fun. But then there are some people, like Adam. He'd read the rule book all the way through. He found the loopholes and technicalities that could make him a winner without cheating and without a ton of effort. Was there anything stopping me and Lauren from reading the entire little pamphlet front to back too? Nope. But did we? Also no. We all had the same information available to us, but only one person really dug in and learned how to take advantage of it. The reality is, just because we can all read up on the rules doesn't mean that we all have the same access to good strategy. Some people go through life leveraging the bank, and some of us play Monopoly the traditional way that we learn from our dad or our aunt or our big brother or our babysitter. In other words, just having access to the rules alone is not enough. If you'd never played Monopoly before, you'd probably be confused just opening up the box. There's a thimble and a Scotty dog in here. Why are all of these streets named after states? 
what is this game even about? You'd have to spend at least 15 minutes reading the pamphlet and you'd probably forget half of what you read once you start playing and have to go back and check all the time. The game would generally be slow, annoying, and not that fun, let alone easy to win. Whereas if you play with someone who's played before, who has a strategy, they can teach you not only the rules, but which rules matter and how to use them to your advantage. They can walk you through buying the deeds and how you have to build four houses before you can build a hotel, but also advise you on which color properties to snap up first, when to offer other players a trade, and whether or not it's actually worth buying utilities and railroads. Finance theory is most useful when it's actually articulated as actionable advice. Instead of reading about things that could happen to you at some point, you're getting step-by-step info and instructions for what to do right now given your circumstances. You have insights into which information is crucial and which you can kind of just disregard. That's the difference between knowing the rules and having a strategy. And financial strategy is what we actually need to be teaching because guess who learns financial strategy early on? Rich people. And the rest of us, well, we don't learn about this stuff in school. When was the last time you busted out the Pythagorean theorem or wrote a five paragraph essay? or play dodgeball. It's probably been a long time, and you're probably not gonna do any of those things more than a handful of times for the rest of your life. But when was the last time you bought something? When was the last time you paid rent, or budgeted for groceries, or looked at your student loan balance and thought, what the fuck do all these words mean and why are there still so many zeros? We are not taught how to balance a checkbook or even what balance a checkbook means. We are not taught how to file our taxes. We are not taught how to budget, how to save, how to invest wisely, or even what most of these words and terms mean. Personal finance for far too long has been this big gate-kept secret. If you know, you know, and if you don't, you never will. Every single person reading this book can likely tell me that the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell, but very few of you can confidently define what the stock market is or does. And in my mind, that's a failure of our educational system. Good news, it's never too late to learn. First off, it really isn't too late to learn. The best day to get financially literate was yesterday, but the second best day is today. Hopefully you get that by now, since you're already here and into chapter one. Stick with me, besties. You still have plenty of time to harness the power of time to make you money. We'll get to that. Even if you're in debt and worth negative half a million bucks. Even if you're constantly getting slapped with overdraft fees. Even if you grew up broke and bullied and ashamed and deep down still feel like that dorky kid in secondhand clothes. Better news, it's not your fault. Second off, there's a very real reason you don't know this stuff. And it's basically beyond your control. You were not taught this in school. I'm going to say that until it sinks in. But why not exactly? If this information is so important to succeeding in life and eventually getting rich AF, and the information is very much out there and not some big gold-plated secret, then why doesn't our education system make it a priority? Because a lack of basic financial literacy keeps our working class working. Look. I'm not trying to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but I do think a big part of why some of these basics of good financial strategy haven't trickled down, lol, to the middle class and beyond is because rich people want the rest of us to stay working. There is always a need for people to do the dirty jobs. 
to pump gas and drive trucks and earn subminimum wages bartending and waitressing. Most people aren't stupid. If they know how to make more money to establish a nest egg and a financial cushion, they will. And do you think they'll want to keep their shitty $7.25 an hour job once they're no longer living hand to mouth? You think they'll sign up to work the third shift and never see their kids for the 18 years it takes for them to grow up? Of course not. People always want the best life their money can buy. Back in the day, people actually aspired to be blue-collar professionals because once upon a time, a steady middle-class paycheck was enough to build wealth over time. That's no longer the case, and we'll get to why later on in this chapter. For now, the point is just that our current system depends on blue-collar workers not having that upward mobility, not having the luxury to leave sucky jobs, to keep a consistent labor force hungry for whatever work they can get. You can look no further than the COVID-19 pandemic for proof. While white-collar corporate desk employees were sent to work from home, essential workers in construction, food service, and sanitation were still forced to show up day in and day out. By making financial literacy feel inaccessible and confusing, we've been able to keep our working class working and carrying all of us on their backs. But let's take off the tinfoil hats and get to the third and final most important point here, which is best news. You're not a bad person if you don't know this stuff. I mean it. Not knowing the rules, not having a strategy does not make you a bad person, which like, okay, sounds fine on the face of it. We love ourselves. We respect our worthiness, all that good stuff. But at the same time, how many times have you thought something like this? I'm so bad with money. I'm just irresponsible. I don't have the kind of discipline to save. I'm a chronic overspender. I'm a shopaholic. I have a serious Amazon Prime problem. I'm just resigned to being in debt until I die, LOL, FML. You see what all these thoughts have in common? They're making you the problem. Not even your choices or your mistakes. You, your character, yourself. And I'm sorry, but that's fucked up. For one thing, we've already established that you didn't learn this shit in school, so you're probably unfamiliar with the rules. If you weren't lucky enough to get financial strategy advice from your rich parents and uncles and grandparents, you don't know how to do stuff even if you vaguely know you should save or should budget. For another, the media and our culture in general love to lean into this character assassination kind of money narrative. I strongly suspect that before you had any of those negative thoughts for yourself, you heard them somewhere else, on a TV show, in a movie, online. Unfortunately, this blame game is particularly bad when it comes to anyone who isn't a straight white dude. Everything from dumb women be shopping memes to sitcom level jokes about those gay guys and their wacky extravagances to harmful and false stereotypes about welfare queens and job stealing immigrants hammers home the same message. You and people like you are inherently unable to handle money well. Your personal shortcomings are why you're broke. And there's nothing you can do to fix it. It's an essential part of who you are. So go cry about it, pores. Nope. Not today. You're here and you're going to learn to think the way rich people do. You're going to get the lowdown on the rules and the inside scoop on how to make those rules work for you. You're going to learn how to make more money without working any harder, without giving up all the stuff you love, without being miserable and stingy and eating ramen for the rest of your life. No, you didn't learn this stuff in school. No, you didn't have a rich great aunt teaching you the ins and outs of the market or giving you savings bonds on your birthday or whatever. None of that matters because it's never too late. So you're going to learn now and it's going to work. 
And you, you're going to be rich AF. Take it from me. Yes, I got my ass handed to me in Hamptons Monopoly that one time. But after that, after I figured out that strategy, I haven't lost since. Thank you so much, besties, for listening to the first 10 pages of Rich AF. I hope you enjoyed it. Writing this book for you guys has been the greatest accomplishment of my entire life. It was harder than I ever expected, even though I started out with a 300-page single-spaced Word document of every TikTok script or YouTube script or podcast outline. It was still just such an emotional feeling to be able to put all of my thoughts into writing and then be able to share them with you after all of this time. Not to get overly sentimental, but I've been doing this for almost three years now, And Your Rich BFF is truly the greatest thing I've ever done. And I am so, so lucky to call you all my BFFs. If you'd like to order a copy of my book, Rich AF, you can get it in any format you want at richaf.me, R-I-C-H-A-F period M-E. And I would be so grateful for your support. I genuinely hope this book changes your life and it makes you feel so much better about your relationship with money. I cover all the topics, so you're going to learn how to ask for a raise at work effectively, how to budget without wanting to throw yourself off of a cliff, how to save so that your money can work harder and earn you more money, how to invest so today you can take care of tomorrow you, and how to manage all of the other parts of financial domination like taxes and credit scores, paying down debt. I really want you guys to use this as an opportunity to revamp and upgrade your life. I'm so grateful, so thankful, and so happy to call you guys my BFFs. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast, to the book, and I'll see you guys next year. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Net Worth and Chill. If you like this episode, make sure to leave a rating and a review and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Got a financial question you want answered in the future? You can leave me a voicemail or text me at 908-858-3410. Make sure to follow me at Your Rich BFF across social media for even more relatable financial content. Special thanks to my team at Audioboom as well as Range Media and WME. See you next week. Bye!